Hi, my name is Tyler. My name is William. My name is Edwin. My name is Austin. And I'm Riley. Um, what do you believe is the purpose of our juvenile justice system? Anyone? Uh, the concept of juvie is to rehabilitate the youth so that, that have committed crimes so that more often than not they can result. The concept of juvie to re is to rehabilitate the youth that have committed crimes that are a result of their circumstances and not of their control. Alright, um, I think what, um, what you believe is the purpose of our helps system, our system the team and in what ways is our current system effective um, and one of the things that, you know, no one um, um, is not going to be part of this. And it's just like a system to help them. It's just like a system to help them, you know, um, rehabilitate them and. So I'm saying it gives us it gives a second chance to the people in in bad communities, you know, who weren't raised the right way, and just another chance at life. Yeah, just kind of just brings it back back on track, you know, back towards the. It does have the effective ability to work to help give a second chance to these juveniles and put it, help put them on the path towards a successful career and getting a, a stable job. Though, there is that unconscious bias that can result for unfair sentences for some convicted juveniles to be greater than others. Simply an unfair decision without proper regard for the past of the youth that led up to the crime. I think I think our system's effective yeah, and ineffective at some times, but I think it was ineffective when they gave Sean, a white teenager, a major break in his case involving attempted murder and a prior conviction of rape and a second conviction during his sentencing, even though other cases with children of different color skin would have gotten a different outcome, but Sean didn't because he was Caucasian. Yeah, I believe it's a... It's, it's effective, but um, so, like Riley said, sometimes, uh, it sometimes is ineffective. For example, like, you know, they can be like doing good like the first couple of months, but then like later on, the, uh, those old habits that they used to have like return and, and yeah, they go back on with uh, doing bad things and um, doing crimes again. I think it's also like a system to help them, you know, hopefully prevent them from not doing it again or. You know, help them from, you know, not um, um, doing more severe crimes than they already did. And to keep, you know, being like a menace to the community and stuff like that. Um, I think our system's efficient in certain cases like Jose's. Like in the video, he was accused of a violent crime. And... Um, the, the system basically turned his life around. They helped him out. He got out early, and then he got a job, and then went to college not long after. Yeah, I, I agree with Riley. What he said is, uh, I mean, the help is there. They, they, they try their best to help him out. And sometimes it's just up to the juveniles to, like, you know, to decide whether to, like, keep on going on the right track or just follow again into, into crime. Giving the juveniles their second chance and, like, yeah. There are cases where the judge may relieve a defendant from a serious case, you know, deeming the youth otherwise innocent or not as guilty as accused, and then said juvenile might just go out, might just go out and commit crime again, 
and uh, given the judge letting them free, it kind of struggles to help them rehabilitate because and like also like make meaningful life changes. Yeah, like the system, the, the system um, can be effective. What, what some cases, not Jose, all. Who, you know, hey, um, like it helps um, teams that. It also, I think it mostly depends on the team. Mostly, if he's willing to receive the help and you know, if he's willing to receive the help, yes, then the system could work. But if the team is con is just not, you know, cooperating or is not willing to, you know, receive the help that this um the, that the juvenile system is willing to give, then it's going to be ineffective. So sort of like Especially a, if the like team, you know, to, like, um, wants to get the help, all well, this team does it. All, I just, I think that all comes down to the team himself, because, you know, the, the juvenile system, you know, wants, wants these kids, you know, to better themselves and, you know, give them all the resources that they can give them, but it all comes down to if the team wants to accept it or not. That's facts, like, like, like their first priority is like to, to help them, like, turn their lives yeah. around but like the second option is like to get rid of them off the streets because they're dangerous to society and they're unable to change their ways so they're trying to keep everyone safe you know created what basically caused them to offend in the first place you're kind of destiny like question yeah so sometimes i mean like for example in the film one of the teenagers uh, is uh his pride like i guess it, it beat him, and like he, he was obviously like he didn't want to leave his past, and um, he he just dec decided like uh, he decided not to change. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He didn't he didn't want to change, so he went to jail because of his ego. Yeah. His ego and took over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He wasn't willing to re to receive that help from the juvenile system, so it's, it's too far in. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not really just like imprisoning it, it's like trying to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. I think um, this. Um, I do think the. Because you know what, man, could definitely he, um, um, it showed how, you know, the, um, like, the fundamental system that people wanted to help him. You know, people were willing to help him and giving him you know, I think different choices. I think they didn't. At that point, his, you know, his ego was just so, he was so into his ego, he couldn't um, get past it himself to overcome it with the help. From that, they should have, I mean, it was, they already knew that was obvious, that that was blocking him, so they should have just put it into overdrive and, like, fucking, excuse me, they should have uh, helped him, uh, excuse me, um, they should have gone in there and furthered, furthered help him, but instead they just abandoned him. <laughs> But that also goes so to show that um, the system is still willing to try, even though that, his um, his ego or his pride took it over. You know, they were still willing to, to try. They were giving him chances and stuff like that. So I think the system can really be um, can really be affected because you know they're really trying their best with you know, juvenile. juveniles. And you can't fix everyone. Exactly, everyone can't be turned around. It's sad, but it's true. They yeah, but and also too, this is show, goes to show how the system is, like, what they're willing in, to put in in general, like for uh, those for a teen or for a juvenile. Higher, like, 
Yeah, as, as much hope, as much uh, as much hope as a as the juvenile system is trying to like put in to help help out these uh, kids, you know, like it's not it's not it's usually not so so easy because you don't know like every juvenile's background, and obviously like yeah, like you try to understand them, but like you don't they, they don't really know what they've been through. So I'm talking about um, the next the next question. Um, considering the teen brain, should juveniles who commit violent crimes be tried as adults? Um, I don't think they should be because it all depends on what they yeah. do. Yeah, like their yeah. crime. Not only that, I mean, but can be the, like in, but in the I remember in, in the article of the yeah. people brains, and I think they like, tested an adult, it, it is a small adult scene, brain, so and they also tested a teen brain, and it and it shows them that. The I, I used parts of their brain that my team didn't even have less use of it. So I think because you show that the more you grow up, the more use of your brain you have. I think the better choices you can make. In a serious case, like where it's a serious violent crime, for a juvenile, they should do like a an in-depth analysis of how self-aware the juvenile had been in committing the felony, you know, which is important to figuring out how sure, how unsure, or how solid their their disposition was in committing the crime, you know, how aware they were of the possible repercussions of doing it, because it can be an extremely violent crime, but given the circumstances, including their past, all factors put together, the violent crime could have been out of their control. You know. I feel like, it, I feel like it, to a certain extent, it doesn't matter what crime they committed. Because, you know, we, um, going to like the second part of the question, if the court should take other circumstances into account, I think, um, uh, I think a, uh, a teens, you know, what they commit, what crime they commit, I think is also because based on their past of what happened to them. Growing up, you know, half of um, all the teens that were sentenced in the documentary, you know, some of them, you know, their parent, their yeah. dad was a president, their mom was an alcoholic, you know, just didn't have a president at the same time. Yeah. So they grew up in like in a bad environment. So they, so they took all that, and you know, this how they grew up, and then they're violent because of it. Exactly. It's like a child's home environment plays the biggest role in their development, and specifically decision making. And so in a home of just negative or unethical norms, you know, with dismissive authority figures, you're probably going to get a child that's going to grow not prone to what's right or what is important. Yeah. You probably get a child that's growing up unfamiliar with what's right, you know, with decisions. What's going on? Just give, give this record. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but basically, their home environment is the most important. It's the, it's the most important for decision-making. They have negative or unethical norms. Their parents, for example, don't care to enforce, you know, proper attitudes in their children. Then they could just disregard other viewpoints of others outside of the home, you know, strangers and teachers, authority figures like police, and just with the goal of their own fruitions, you know. For example, if they want to go out and rob a store, and it's what they know, what they can do, if they can attempt to get away with it, they're going to go ahead and try it. Um, yeah, the, the background is very important because, like, you can't just look at what they did. You gotta look at the reason why they did it, what caused them to do that. Like, like their upbringing, the environment they live in, their neighborhood, or the people they surround themselves in are all, all important factors when like assessing that individual. 
And like like Marquise, for example, he was um, he was the black kid who was basically like raised to steal. His mom taught him. Huh? Yeah, his mom basically taught them how to steal, and that's what they did. It was to get by. I it was either. literally out of his control. His his literal brain development was surrounded by this norm of let's it's okay to steal. Stealing is is how we get what we need. And that was that. So I'm saying and his mom was not like a good she wasn't a good That's role like model like or influence or nothing. Like she she uh he lived in a crack house I know yeah. when he was little. And then also with his aunt who I believe was convicted of murder as well. And got out of jail, but that just proves like Marquise didn't get like a fair chance at life. <laughs> yeah. and on that note, it's like there's also those gray areas, like the family themselves, their backgrounds, and how oh, and how those play a uh, role. What do you guys think those gray areas are? Their attitudes towards their uh, their youth that they're raising. Like you know, you have to consideration with the adults what their disposition is. Because if you figure out what they're thinking, you can understand how their thoughts influence and their thoughts and actions influence the, the juvenile to begin with. I think the adult should be held accountable yeah. more yeah. than the juvenile. Because it wasn't, it wasn't their fault. I'm mistaken. It was Marquise's mom that was, you know, out in like, she was like in a rehabilitation center or something. And then yeah. after the yeah, case, I mean, he was, um, like, no, just had to be tried as a juvenile. Also I think later on she was, um, she was sent to jail because she violated something in a rehabilitation center. So it turns out that even the mom was, um, not being the role, yeah, she was not being the role model of, the role model of, you know, for Marquise. Um, they didn't end up telling Marquise what happened to him. Because they were afraid it would take a mental toll. Yeah, I mean, also like connecting to this is like, I mean, law is law, no? Like, obviously, once you're 18, that's that's you're considered an adult. And I mean, like, you don't see like like uh, children under 18 uh, signing contracts and you know, like, or, like doing like big business things. Like, you know, you, you don't see them doing doing all those like things that usually adults are are used to doing. Like why why should a uh, a child be uh, yeah, definitely like, like convicted for a, why why should they put into be put into like prison the, with the, the adults if they're not even like close to uh, doing all those other actions that adults are like, usually so used to doing like they're still children like, and, yeah, I don't I don't believe it's like right to to try uh, a juvenile as a, like as an adult uh, mm-hmm. according to this uh, according to all the crimes you committed I mean like yeah I mean they're they're their brain is still developing, and um, yeah, like I was saying, um, their brain is still developing, and um, they, they obviously they still got that time to be saved, you know, like uh, they, they if they look for help, they still got they still got that that opportunity, like not going to prison and actually like becoming a better person. And um, yeah, I mean it's all up to the system to actually try to help them. And um, yeah, if just gotta follow to the right, like, the right path, you know. Yeah.
But that's what the I mean, U.S. is trying to do. We're trying to put them back into their right path. Unlike, um, uh, I think it was so it's not like Manny or um, well, all of them, when they grew up, when they were growing up, you know, their parents, you know, they weren't always present and stuff like that, like I said, but, you know, that was some, but when that point started, I feel like they were directed, like, automatically took the wrong path, and they were, they lived on, they grew up in that path. So I think yeah, it, it would be a little challenging for them to try to move to a new path. But, you know, it's what Juvenile System is trying to do. Completely okay with being charged as an adult because at that point, Next question, you know how does race and socioeconomic status affect the juvenile justice system? Well, I think right off the bat, you know, families with more money can procure a private attorney with more knowledge on specific cases to handle their certain case, right? And more often than not, juveniles that are assigned to government-mandated counsel under the Sixth Amendment, these lawyers that are handling multiple clients usually, they just don't exactly give each specific case the in-depth analysis and argument as defendants may want compared to a private attorney, you know, meaning that if you get a, man, a government-mandated attorney, your chances of getting convicted are probably going to be a lot higher, given that, given that the defense is not going to be as strong. Um, go on, uh, starting on that, um, yeah, uh, I feel like it would, um, it also would take, um, like in lower income areas, uh, also on account of race, you know, because, um, the only, uh, uh, before, um, teens that were not convicted of crimes and stuff like that, the one, like, even his own attorney said, I forgot who, who was on, the, all because I feel like it was because he was white. Sean. Sean. I think he was white. But even his own, his own attorney said that he got really lucky. Yeah. Because he got put back into juvenile system, and he got he, like his own attorney was surprised too that he even got you know put back into it, which was surprising. Uh, they said they said that wouldn't happen with like minorities with the same same case. Like, so it's. It does kind of make unfair. Pretty significant difference in the system. Yeah, I mean, it all connects back to like who you, who you who you really like who was really like backing you up. Like for example, he he had his parents to actually like help him out, you know, and the rest of the kids in the in the video. Like yeah, their parents were like there, but like you know, they 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 showed like little interest into actually trying to help them out. They kind of just like let them be, you know, and then for. For Sean, um, their parents were actually there for them, uh, for them and trying to yeah. trying to do the best best for him, and then uh, what's best for him, and then yeah, I mean, it's not it's not easy for everybody. Some people just have like better opportunities to actually um, get out of um, get out of jail. Uh, yeah, and then just the overview of that back to the judge to begin with, you know, who decides. They might unconsciously presume the fate of a few, the fate of the future of an accused youth presented to them with multiple offenses and a more violent social tract behind them. They might go ahead and convict them, but when you compare that that uh, juvenile to another juvenile who comes from suburbia with a well-to-do family and seemingly able to get aid from them, and able to get back on the right track in no time. Unconsciously, there's going to be that sense of well, it's going to be no. It's one thing to convict this person. This one might be able to get off on back on the right track. So I'll let him go.
I feel like the visibility is already, already, already used to it so far down. They don't yeah. Yeah. She expects the negative. She doesn't even care. Yeah, she doesn't even care. And then, like, Sean's mom's different because exactly. he's new yeah. to it. Never been there. Yeah, um, and you can see like the yeah, love in both like um like, like Sean's mom was very emotional through the whole thing. Sean was so grateful. Exactly. She was like um, she, she was like crying through the whole thing, but the sentencing mom, the case mom was just you know the roles were actually but they're just chilling. Yeah, she's just like listening to it. Because you know she was also like with the felony. She was really happy, of course, when he wasn't when he still was let onto the juvenile system instead of being convicted or put into the adult system. But at the same time, there was that sense of it is what it is. Nothing's gonna change. I'm just really glad you're not going to adult jail. But I'm afraid it might be inevitable. Obviously, because I hope you can change, but the way things are, you might not, and that's that. Which is sad. John had like more like the he had a lot of emotional support from his family. I feel like Marquise didn't. Yeah, no one knows that. It was just Sean. That kind of affected like how everyone saw both of them. So about um, to the fourth question, yeah, our juvenile justice system is not perfect. What would you like to see improved, and what steps will you take to improve it? I think. I think when a when a juvenile is first like admitted into the system, like. I think they should start rehabilitation immediately, like mm-hmm. no matter the crime, just to turn them around like as fast as possible so they don't do that again or end up back here or they like get so old that they don't care anymore and they're just disrespectful yeah. I mean, like, and they're like too um, the, like the straight like the blatant part of the juvenile system is to take the youth before they're adults no matter the crime. And help, not in re- you know, re put them in society um, as functioning members, for normal functioning members that aren't violent, that aren't going to do crime. That's that's the overall goal. So yeah, they get inducted in juvenile system. They should immediately undergo rehabilitation along with an analysis of their past and how they how their past could tie into the crime, which it always does, almost a hundred percent of the time it does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because Marquise had been there, like, a lot of times, like I said earlier, but they, I feel like they didn't help him that much when he first got there. They just kind of let him off, and then he kept coming back, and then it got very serious, and then they tried to, like, rehabilitate him a lot more, and it just wasn't working out, because... It's like they acknowledge the past, but they didn't consider it to how it literally affects the decision of the youth, meaning how it could play is unfair to the, the mindset of their action, their disposition to committing that act. Yeah, they, they only they really took it serious like when he was getting close to becoming an adult. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like, going on with like what Riley said, I feel like they should start ignoring rehabilitation early. I feel like they should do it to a certain amount of time. Um, I feel like a long period of time to see if they yeah. If also if a team wants um, to be question, rehabilitated, uh, if it wants to change, it wants to be in a good path. But uh, I feel like at, at that, at that there's like a certain point where like the juvenile system, system you know, can can help them only like so much, you know, because I feel like the juvenile system is like a system where like they put in they put in like um half of the work, but they also want you know the juvenile to put in the other half. Yeah. So you know if. And, and if and if that's the case with juvenile or the teen or the or no, because I'm pretty sure the system's gonna be putting in everything they've got into yeah. the, to re- uh, rehabilitating a teen. But if the teen isn't putting in the other half, you know, then what's the then what's the point? Yeah. And I feel like 
at that, at that point, I should be able to make the other door and stuff like that. At least, like, solve the unconscious um, bias on that was, um, like, just based on appearance. Um, one of the teens, you know, who I also, got out, I think Jose, like Jose, who got out, and he, um, he was working in the school. He looked like he wanted to change, be someone else. Even the system helped him get a job, they helped him get a job, and go to school and stuff like that. They even got him a bike to get there. Yeah, exactly, they even got him a bike to get there, and that's I feel like the different system would, like, is definitely a... Yeah, a system that would benefit teens like, that committed crimes and stuff like that to help them, you know, get back on their feet. Because, you know, a crime, a, a, like a big crime, like a murder, you know, stays on your record for like a while. It's not forever. It stays on your record forever. So it's harder, it's going to be harder for you, you know, find a job and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, to, I feel like the juvenile system um, helped them. You know, get a job, apply to school, get to school, get him a bike, you know, to get places, to his work, to school, and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel, I feel like something that the juvenile system should improve on is like, yeah, I mean, like, you see all the help, you, like, obviously they give them all the help they could, you know, they can't, I mean, they, they, they try their best, you know, but like, sometimes I feel like it's more about like leaving an impact on them, because like, obviously, yeah, like, I mean, their, their help is there, but like, these kids, I mean, they just leave the juvenile system without like actually having an impact like they, mm-hmm. they they just leave and like i mean i guess they they, they have like those memories of being in juvie but like i mean they don't you know i guess yeah they don't take it to effect so like what they they should really do is like try to understand them like, like, try to understand the facts and who they really are who what they want to be and like, what, what they're trying to improve on you know, like going back to Marquise, for example, like yeah, because I think the fact like, that he's like, he was known as a frequent flyer because he was in his school often, that's I mean, already just really a pattern that they should pick up on like, and reinforce their their ability to really try and push him on the right track. I mean, they should really up their bump it up a notch, you know, and trying to help him because if he keeps if he kept coming back in right. It's like, obviously nothing's working, so if you need to push harder, try harder to get involved in his life, she can help him, otherwise, and of course he's not gonna, he's gonna fail. Like, it keeps repeating, so go even harder, involve yourself, have the court involve themselves even more in order to help him, and they weren't doing that, which it wasn't fair. I feel like the system wouldn't just send out a kid, you know, after being juvenile and being set free. I feel like they wouldn't just send them out, because I feel like if they would do that, and the kid would just be a, 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 probably repeat the offense again and not, not probably get a new crime. So I feel like, um, um, with, um, they should take that time to understand it. Yeah, I feel like with Jose, it's like perfect example that they, even after, they're still, you know, keeping in touch with him, you know, helping him and stuff like that. So that, um, I feel like that was a good demonstration to like, you know, even after this whole thing happened, you know, after this whole, um, the sentencing and everything that they're still there. You know, to help you and you know, to um, better your life because and move to like a different path you know start a new life or just leave behind the life that they came that they grew up on and stuff like that yeah, yeah it, all, it all starts off with like you know the the juvenile's background you know like obviously like you, you can't just like you, like they're still yeah. they're still kids, you know. They don't understand what uh, what's good or bad. Like mm-hmm. not like at least not yet. Like, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. there's still there's still some kids that like yeah. you know, still still need to like mentally develop. You know what I mean? If there's like there's if, if there's that understanding of like what they what happened to them in, like, in the in the past, like, there'd be, there there would be more of a possibility for them to change. You know? 
I feel like this stuff too that like you'll probably take probably be with like like um make sentence when like I feel like when the team makes sentence is to really really like dig into their past. Yeah. Because I feel like when what happens to a person, not person like a teen as they're growing up and you know as they're a kid, it definitely I feel like it definitely affects them in life. So I feel like so what I feel like what the system could do better is you know look at every single kid's background. Yeah. And see where they came from. See if they had a father present or mother present. You know, if they had both parents, because it definitely takes effect on someone when you know both parents are not there. Yeah, it's just one. You know, like there's no father figure. Yeah, there's no mother figure around. There's no. That's what makes it hard for them when you do the bad choices. Exactly. Because they got no one to guide them. And I think I think that's why the the parents should be held accountable. Yeah. For the most part, like if they if they like were a bad influence to them and they're like the primary cause of all their wrongdoings and their bad habits and all that, I think they should they should face some consequences. Because like if it was on them, it's on them. Yeah, I mean, like, how, how can you try to, like, fix uh, someone's future if you don't understand the past? Yeah. Um, and how can you blame someone who, like, wasn't responsible for their upbringing? Like, you, have to, you have to blame whoever. Yeah, someone who was there to guide them to them, like, what's good, what's bad. Exactly. Yeah. That's why they did the bad trees. I think there was one within there, regret, like, Robbie and her. Yeah. They also said, like, um, yeah, because he, like he learned when he went to juvenile that it was bad and he regretted it. Yeah, because I feel like, I feel like what, uh, I feel like what scared him the most was him being in front of a judge, you know, being yeah. CC, he was going to go to adult court and, like, being sentenced to, um, being sentenced to, um, to an adult jail, you know, because you can't compare juvenile hall to, like, Adult jail. Adult jail is just worse. Yeah. Even like, there's more bad things that happen in it. You know, I don't think a teen, a teen's you know mental state and like, I feel like they wouldn't be able to handle it yeah, to a certain mm-hmm. point. Yeah. that's just where like, I feel like, that just doesn't. So much like more goes on in the actual yeah. adult prison. Yeah, because there's more people that are crazy, too much stuff than the juvenile. Yeah, no. If you're an adult, most of the guys are in there there for their long time enough that their whole lives are taken yeah. away, or or their lives are completely taken away. Yeah. And so that when you got nothing left to lose, like, don't really care. You don't care what you do. Yeah. You know they see. You know, in on serious yeah. note, you know needs and stuff. Adult prison is just. It's just a very, very bad place. You know, eighteen-year-old who gets sent there is like, it's almost like a de- it's almost like a death sentence or a beating sentence. You know, you're gonna get beaten. Like, it's just it is. It's it's practically inevitable, actually. I mean, yeah, it's just like so sad. I mean, if you think about it, like uh, you can like save these kids and you decide to like actually try to send them like to an adult prison. Like, I mean, that's it's kind of like messed up. You know, like I mean. Yeah, that's just. Can you something Jose help him out and get him a job? Go to school. Yeah. Like, yeah. help them out, you know, mm-hmm. but also, if, like, yeah. if the team like is, like, you can't um, help them, you know, like, what happens to them? If there's something like Sean, that he's smoking, yeah. like, doesn't really care, and they yeah, can't really, know. yeah, he can't really improve, because mm-hmm. you tell he won't care. He would, he just kept, he just, you know, kept doing bad things, even though out of, out of, um, um, after he was out, we, I feel like, because I think I also showed that the juvenile yeah. system was trying to reach out to him, you know, but I feel like he just, yeah. like, he even ran for cops and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was called, like, drugs and stuff like that. So, it's just some kids that, you know, you can help, but others you just can't. That's just, that's just, I feel like that's how life is. Yeah. It's just, 
on that note, it's just literally their mindset. Their yeah. brain is just wired a certain way. They yeah. can't get out of it. It's just, and, and it is what it is. is they that. probably can, but either they're just like too far deep into it or it's just, there's just, but no one can reach them out. No one can reach out to them. No one specifically can reach out to them to help them change. And from that, you know, they inevitably go to jail. Like, convicted. That's the thing, too. I feel like someone's pride can, you know, can, like, affect, can, like, someone's, yeah, someone's pride can, like, take over, you know. I feel like they can have too much pride to the point where, like, they just don't want to seek help. They don't want help from the lip. It's just, oh, it's just me and myself. It's just me in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just, like, I'm, like, I mean, and, and to a certain point, I guess it is, though, but, like, you know, if there's, like, people trying to reach out and help you guys, but... If yeah, it could depend. Like, they could get out of jail and go back, and then like, the parents still won't care about them. Or, exactly. Yeah, and they might feel down and they do the same thing over again. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. They will have no support when they get out. Mm-hmm. Things still the same. Yeah. So, some people you can help, but some people you can't. Okay. All right.